Hey, what's going on, guys? This is Spencer here for another uh, episode of the Tapestry Podcast, where we're going to dive a little bit into some scripture reading today. I have with me Pastor Mike Brewer. What's happening? What's going on, man? Dude, it's been a while since we've uh, done one of these. Yeah, I think um, it's been a quick minute. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we we try to stay consistent with them last season we took a month off for those of you that maybe are listening to to this podcast but don't go to our church we do our uh we kind of do our years in three seasons and so it's kind of three three month seasons with a month in between and um we kind of take a month off as a church from our from our scripture our journal readings from our small groups just to give kind of people a break and it also gives us as the leadership an opportunity to kind of reflect on what went well and what God spoke to our people and um, kind of create an anticipation for the next season so we are currently uh, towards the beginning of our new season season three which we're going to sort of end the year with uh, going through the book of John. So we have, um, we've already kind of gone through a couple of weeks of reading as, as a church, as small groups. Um, and we are in John chapter six this week, which is what we're going to be discussing today. And, uh, we're going to do something a little bit different today rather than it being sort of a back and forth discussion, uh, that it normally is with Mike and I. With a lot of arguing and disagreement and a lot of blood, a lot of blood. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Instead of it being that this week, uh, Mike had a pretty cool experience this past weekend that that I want him to share um, sort of as the the uh, meat of uh, kind of what we discuss, what we read out of our passage today in John six. Is that cool? I think that sounds all right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we are going to uh, just read a few verses, John chapter 6 today, starting in verse 22. I'm reading from the the ESV translation for those of you that that care. That stands for an extra spiritual version. Right, exactly. (laughs) For those of you that that really want to know and follow along uh, word for word what I'm reading. John chapter 6, starting in verse 22. This is what it reads. On the next day, the crowd that remained on the other side of the sea saw that there had been only one boat there and that Jesus had not entered the boat with his disciples, but that his disciples had gone away alone. Other boats from Tiberias came near the place where they had eaten the bread after the Lord had given thanks. So when the crowd saw that Jesus was not there, nor his disciples, they themselves got into the boats and went to Capernaum, seeking after Jesus. Verse 25, when they found him on the other side of the sea, they said to him, Rabbi, when did you come here? Jesus answered them, truly, truly, I say to you, you are seeking me not because you saw signs, but because you ate your fill of the loaves. Do not work for the food that perishes, but for the food that endures to eternal life, which the Son of Man will give you. For on him, God the Father has set his seal. We're actually going to stop right there uh, in our reading today. And Mike, one of the things that I wanted to sort of uh, just quickly bring out of this passage before I sort of turn uh, the rest of the time over to you um, was the fact that th- this moment here in John chapter 6, starting verse 22, happened 
after Jesus fed the, the 5,000, which it's just recording men there, so it was more like 10,000 plus people, including the women and children, that Jesus fed miraculously with just a, you know, a couple loaves of bread and some fish. And one of the things that I, I think Christians, followers of Jesus, often fall into is just expecting Jesus to perform miracles or Jesus to show up in big ways, sort of these these momentary uh, events that happen in our life that kind, of, that kind of continue to propel us to seek him more. And what Jesus is saying here is, you know, while those things are great, you know, while he is, you know, a powerful God and, and while Jesus can perform miracles in our lives and show up in big ways, there's so much more depth to who he wants to be to us in its entirety. And for us to seek him, uh, relationally seek him by himself and, and seek what he has for us, what he wants us to experience, the, the, the fullness of, of this life that he has created for us and, and desires us to live out um, through relationship with him. He wants us to seek him in that rather than just waiting for these momentary miraculous events to happen that cause us to be like, oh yeah, I forgot Jesus was still here. You know what I mean? Those kind of things. Um, and sort of the purpose of, of this season that we as a church at Tapestry are in is one where um, we want to dive deeper into one, an understanding, but two, reality of, of the depth of relationship that Jesus desires to have with us. Uh, individually and then what that in the end you know kind of how that what that looks like for us as we turn outward into the world around us um but mike you um, oftentimes we fall into again moments as followers of jesus where we feel like we got to check off some you know sort of like the, the the christian religion checklist you know lifestyle where we got to go to church we got to read our bible we got to you know, go to Bible study. We got to, you know, do all these different things. And if we're not checking those off daily or, or every week, then we're falling short in this religion that we know as Christianity. And quite frankly, Jesus sort of throws all of that out. And he says, listen, it's not about that. It's about me. And it's about what I want to do, what I did for you and what I want to do in you and in through you. Um, and uh, oftentimes we feel like if we're not you know, marking off those checklists that we're not, you know, diving deep into the relationship that Jesus was to have with us. And that's not true. And this weekend, you were sharing with me sort of a, a moment that you had alone with God and where you weren't necessarily worried about the checklist that you had to mark off, but rather you just wanted to dive deeper into relationship with Jesus. And um, I just thought it was powerful. And so I wanted you to kind of share that today. Yeah, it was uh, it was interesting because my original plans for the weekend were to go down to uh, Travis, Kentucky, which is right near Lexington, and spend a day or two at a monastery down there. Yeah, which I've had fantastic experiences there in the past. So, uh, you know, needing some time to to get away and rest, I thought, how perfect would it be just to go there again and try to recreate something, something right. that I had before and. Um, when I looked at the weather, I realized those plans were going to change. <laughs> I did not want to drive two and a half hours in thunderstorms and then spend a couple of days in thunderstorms. Right. So, uh, you know, for a minute I thought, well, you know, what am I going to do? And then I just looked at the weather and realized 
there's sunny skies if I just go north instead of south. So that changed my, that changed my plans. <laughs> so I ended up at a at a state park right up above Columbus. Okay. I don't know how I ended up there or what you know what the where that came from. It just trying to brainstorm what to do pretty quickly and right. then, then hitting it. There I was. Um, it was uh, I'm the type of guy that loves a long road trip too. So, but it was only two hours, so I love that that time too. But Getting there, I, I'd really hope to spend spend the day just spend it talking to God, reading scripture, you know, maybe planning messages for the future, um, and walking trails. Just spending the time outside, doing a lot of walking. Yeah. Uh, and when I got there, uh, it was interesting because I I didn't even find what I was looking for when I first got there. I actually found the marina and <laughs> when the beach. Uh, were the first two things I found, and I was so taken by how nice they were that mm. um, I spent all my time there. Uh, you know, a lot of walking, but the majority of the time was at the beach in the marina just because it was so wonderful. Wow. Just these these parks were probably all man-made. Um, you know, doesn't matter. It's still, it's still creation. It's all man-made. It was just, it was just all there, and it was amazing. Wow. And I was able to spend all my time doing that. Um, and this, you know, I, I was telling Spencer earlier, it sounds so simple, and it is, um, but my time there was uh, was time that wasn't spent checking anything off a list. Right. Even though I really wanted to go to church Sunday, and it was hard for me not to be at Tapestry Sunday. Yeah. Um, I didn't find, and it was probably probably meant to be, I, I couldn't find a church around there that, that where there was a service time that fit into to what I needed. You mean you didn't go to church on Sunday morning? I didn't. Um, Unbelievable. I'm sure there's something, a penalty for that. You can find <laughs> the Old Testament for me, but I didn't go Sunday morning or Sunday night or anything. I didn't even go Saturday afternoon. Was, wow. I know. Um, heathen? Is that the word? <laughs> I don't know. So, but as I, as I was sitting there walking or sitting just staring at at creation i i couldn't help but have my mind on the book of john and i and a lot of times there'll be so much packed into a small amount of scripture right that i can miss the big picture and if there was a big takeaway from this this just this short amount of, of getaway time i had it was that um God is in love with us. Hmm. It's, you know, we, we, we read the scripture. We often feel guilty or feel like, you know, we don't love enough, love God enough or do enough for him. And that may be true, but what I see and what I feel and what I see, what I, what I get from this book is that, that God has a real longing and desire for us. Hmm. Like the way the way we feel guilty about not being for him sometimes is what he wants from us. Um, he, God, God is amazing in that one he doesn't leave anything out, and two, he's everything that we wish we were. He he created everything. If you just want to take it, just travel back in time to Genesis for a second. For just forget John for right now, but all of creation. If you read that story, that account, and I know it's you know it's in there's. Hebrew poetry there which is beautiful 
uh, and kind of and, and makes it sound fantastic. But at the root of it all, it is fantastic because he made everything for us, hmm. gave us rule and reign over everything. And at the very end of the creation account said, he said, he told us that he rested and he even worded it and said that he wasn't done with creation until he rested. And that's just to show us that he, that's part of what he wants for us too, is rest Uh built into everything we do. He wants rest. So all the way from the very beginning of the Bible, God is, is kind of writing this, this love story of how much he loves us. Right. We get into, we get into John, you know, we see his miracles. We see, we see Jesus teaching us how to, how to uh, bear fruit. And at the end of that passage, it says, I tell you this because I want my joy in you and I want your joy to be complete. Uh We see Jesus and, and I know there's just spoilers because we haven't got there yet, but in uh, John chapter 17, we see Jesus. It's like the night before he's about to get killed and he stops to pray. And instead of praying for himself, like I would probably do, (laughs) he stops and he prays for his disciples and then he prays for us. And to me, and, and just to throw, just to throw on top of that, which sounds ridiculous to me because I would be freaking out and praying for myself. He says at the end of that prayer that he wants God's love to be in us like it is in him. Hmm. That's uh, I mean, on top of the fact that he's about to be brutally murdered for us, he's showing every sign all the way through this book that God loves us. God is always reaching out to us and everything that we have and see and it's been created was for us. Hmm. There's a love here from God that, that uh, I don't want to say it's powerful because I don't think that's, I don't think that's the right word. It's penetrating. It's brutal. Hmm. It's the kind of love that if you, if you see it and it doesn't change you, then you're not seeing it. You know? Wow. So this whole book, and that's and that's why I think John, in John chapter one, he he references creation and lets you know that everything that was created, Jesus was there for and, and took part in it and was as much part in it as as anyone else. And then this whole book, he just keeps showing instance after instance where we see Jesus loving us. Right. And I couldn't help but sit there, staring either staring at the water or, or walking or. Um, researching or or whatever I was doing at the time, just thinking, how different is this than what I've been told? How different is this than all the sermons I've heard where all I've heard was, you're a piece of garbage or, you know, you're, you're a terrible person. Uh, and without Jesus, you can't do anything. And I get that. That's, that's scripture. I know without Jesus, I can't do anything. I know that, that God's spirit animates me, but I also know that God created me with abilities and skills and wanted me to succeed and loves me so much that he did certain things for me, like added a celebration and a rest period to my work and my daily life. I also know that we have a God that came here uh, so that even though we screwed things up, we screwed up that perfection in creation, that he came, got crapped on his whole life, and then gave up everything to fix things between us because right. he knew that we couldn't do it. That's that, that, that kind of love for me, uh, is game changing. And that's what I got to sit in this weekend. 
And, you know, even though I, there wasn't some moment where the skies open and I heard angels sing or, or I got to see old friends or, or, you know, or hear a great sermon that changed my life forever, uh, that time just sitting in and resting in God's love for me and feeling it and seeing it and knowing that it was all around me uh, was a game changer for me. You know, I think about... Uh, I kept looking around. I kept seeing everything that was so perfect and thinking about God made this. And, and if that's not enough to put you in awe, like if you've ever been someplace awesome, like like a tropical beaches or Hawaii or somewhere in Florida that's perfect and awesome, if you're not in, just in awe over the fact that God made all that, consider that God didn't just make that. He made it for you. Hmm. He didn't just make it to show how awesome he is. He did it because there's a deep love he has for you, and he wanted you to have that. And if that doesn't sound right to you, I encourage you to go read Genesis, okay? Because he created everything so that we could have it, so that we could live in it, work in it, rest in it, love in it. And that, that I don't want to lose this thought, so I'm going to go back to it. Looking around at creation, I couldn't help but think of the verse where I think it was uh, King David. He said, the whole earth is filled with his glory, with God's yeah. glory. And I thought, all this around me is showing me God's glory. And it just made just, just sunk in a little bit further that God's glory isn't just for himself. Hmm. It is for me. So... You know, when I look at John, I hear John say, well, actually, I read it. I don't necessarily hear it, but I hear John <laughs> say that he's the disciple that Jesus loved. I think, maybe, but I say I'm the disciple that Jesus loved. Wow. So um, that was my that was my weekend. That's what, I, what I've been sitting in, and that's what I keep thinking about is all this, all this, this whole book, this unified story leading to Jesus is all for us and that's our god wow yeah that's beautiful man yeah when you when you shared you know that with me uh earlier i was like we gotta we gotta capture that because i think there is um the heart and the depth and what you experienced this weekend uh for me is something that you know i desperately want um everybody you know all of humanity to get a piece of and you know i know god does and, and it's why we that's why i believe god led our church into this season where you know diving into this this gospel of john um leading us hopefully to that heart that you experienced this weekend um you know when you said that if if you think you've experienced this love and you haven't changed from it then you've not truly experienced it. I think sadly so many people find themselves in that position. Um, and there are a lot of things that I think hinder us from that in our own humanity, but God is ready and willing with open arms to, to love on you in such a place that transformation does come, that change does come. Um, and, and two, uh, you know, for our tapestry family, you know, you, you've heard me say, 
um, on Sunday mornings multiple times over the past few weeks. Um, you know, when, when Mike just referenced, uh, sort of when, when John writes about himself, he says he, he calls himself, he labels himself the one that Jesus loved, the disciple that Jesus loved. Um, you know, I've, I've often said, you know, a lot of times that can sound arrogant, that can sound prideful, um, but I don't think that's what it is at all. I think John had such a deep understanding and a confidence in the fact that he was, he's so deeply loved by uh, the God that created him through the son that saved him, um, that he was, you know, he was able to, to confidently say, I am somebody that Jesus loved. That's my hope for, for all of us that we can get to a place where um, we're experiencing the depth of a relationship with Jesus that we recognize and are seeing change in our life because of the overwhelming love of God. Yeah, I think, I, well, I remember a sermon of yours not too long ago. You said I, your hope was that we didn't get so caught up in, in learning the scripture that we miss out on Jesus. And that's such a, that's such an important thing that it's, it's easy to, to just be looking at these pages and say, well, what did he mean by this? And what did he mean by this? And I swear I read this differently somewhere else. And maybe I should memorize that verse. And and sometimes you just need to stop for a second and look at the big picture and, and remember that all this was, was, all this was even written down because right. these guys knew how much Jesus loved us. Right. So it's just a, it's just an awfully big deal to be able to to take a step back for a moment and say, "Oh, I I, I get it now. I right. finally feel it." You know, that's what people have been talking about. That's wow. what John was been talking about. My brother often uh, s- says and and kind of does it jokingly, but I think there's a lot of truth in it. He'll say, "From Genesis to the maps, it's one big." The Bible is one big love letter uh, from God to humanity, from God to you and I. And um, and we experience that through the person of Jesus and, and in a relationship with him. And, and in these moments that you experienced this past weekend where, you know, we're not so caught up in sort of the religiosity of the Christian faith, uh, but we're able to sit back and rest in just who God is and the love that he has for us. And it's in the midst of those moments that I think, um, you know, God truly begins to shape our understanding of the, the, just the overwhelming heart and care and compassion and love that he has for us. Um, and so my hope again, uh, even as you just said, Mike, and, and I've said a couple of times already, um, I just don't think I can say this enough. You know, my, my hope is that, that one, you know, myself and, and my wife and my family and uh, my church family and all of humanity. You know, my hope for us and my prayer for us is that we continue to dive deeper into um, just understanding and recognizing the love that, that God has for us uh, through the person of Jesus and relationship with him. Um and that out of that, we can truly experience um, a change in ourselves. Uh, we can start to see a change in this world um, that we would otherwise be blind to. Any other thoughts, man? 
maybe just one, uh, and we may end up editing this out. I, I just keep, I keep thinking about about the Holy Spirit through all this. I, I, in Genesis one, it it talks about the earth being void and without form, and uh, basically just a place of darkness and chaos. And the Holy mm. Spirit was there, and I can't help but think that the Holy Spirit just thought, "Why is this like this?" And then that's when we see uh, God change everything, and right. bring, bring order and and uh and creation to it and i then I, I think now like when we see we if you can see and get a taste of how much god loves you you can think about your own your own soul your own spirit whatever you want to call it and think how much is it like that 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 earth that we read about in genesis that was void and and dark and how you know how much of our soul can be like that and if we could just let let the Holy Spirit in and just let that love that we see in this whole book, this whole, all this stuff we see put together that we know is just God's love for us. Let that in and let that change us. We'll see that same kind of creation yeah. happen in our life. That's beautiful, man. Cool, man. Well, I think, uh, this will be a good place to stop for today. Thank you for sharing, you know, your experience from this weekend with us. You got it. Um, I look forward to, to kind of hearing more about it in the days ahead. You're preaching soon. Soon, yeah, but don't tell them when. I want everybody to still show up. (laughs) (laughs) Love it, man. Cool. Well, thanks, guys. Um, Thanks for listening this week. You know what? Let me pray us out real fast. We always do it, and I don't want to forget that. Let me pray us out. Father, we just, um, we thank you for these moments when we can can sit and and reflect on who you are and the depth of your love for us, um, for all of humanity, uh, the hope and the purpose that you bring to our life. And uh, I just pray that if nothing else uh, from this conversation, from this the, these past few minutes, uh, that we would be able to, that, that, that you would just open us up to a deeper level of that love, uh, that you would just uh, continue to overwhelm us with your care and and comfort and compassion um, that you have for us. Father, we thank you for who Jesus is and what he did for us and the, 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 the penalty, the death that he um, experienced on our behalf uh, that we may uh, be in relationship with you for all of eternity. Um, Jesus, we thank you for that. It's in you, it's in that moment that we receive uh, salvation that we uh, receive the the greatest example of of selfless love um and would that hope would that message be what continues to change us and transform us um in this life so we love you jesus Uh, we thank you for for all that you've done for us we pray this in your name Amen. amen amen Thanks, dude. Uh, Appreciate you. And uh, thank you all for listening today. This concludes this episode, and we will be with you next week.